What are you reading, Alex? Oh, I'm reading the compendium for uh, Spawn. Compendium 1. We have the movie of the year. Tenet. Actually, when I was working overnights, I listened to like the entirety of the Dark Knight's metal storyline as like a, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and now we have Alex. Dude, we should make a podcast. That being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. About what? Well, it's like something that we all had like in common. Like, what's something that we could all like talk about for a while? We always talk about movies and stuff. Like, movies that just came out. So, Alex, 1 yes. to 10, no decimals. <clears throat> 1 to 10, no decimals for the movie. Uh, solid 9. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, I'm down, Anthony. We should do like cool. different segments too. Like we should have like a, a game, like an icebreaker, and then maybe, maybe we can read some like movie news or like entertainment news. Dude, what if we do like what if we call ourselves like spam mail? Everyone listening, we have a huge announcement to close out the pod. What if we do the hooligan hangout? If you guys are new to our podcast, make sure to check out our previous season. Welcome to the hooligan hangout. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hooligan Hangout, your mother's favorite place to be. This week, it's your typical hosts, Anthony, Noah, and myself, Edward. And this week, What's up? we watched some weird-ass movie, and we will get down to that review in just a moment. But before <laughs> that, we're going to make you suffer through some weird-ass news. You think they're going to suffer through some news? I think they'll be okay. Uh, they definitely won't suffer through mine. What? What? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I suffer hearing myself talk, so. <laughs> Should we let him suffer first? First or last? <laughs> we'll make him suffer first. So this week, um, well, not this week, but we found out Avatar's runtime was about three hours, a little bit longer. And um, James Cameron finally came out and explained why it is so much longer than the original and why it's just a long film in general. Wait, oh, yeah. what is? Avatar, the new Avatar, The Way of Water. Uh, how long is it? Three hours and ten minutes. Holy. Gotta fuck. add that ten minutes in there, you know. Oh, okay, I need to, yeah, I need to know. <laughs> Holy All right. crap. So his exact quote is, I would say the emphasis in the new film is more on character, more on story, more on relationships, more on emotion. We didn't spend as much time on relationship and emotion in the first film as we do in the second film, and it's a longer film because there's more characters to service. There's more story to service. That's honestly the best reason he could have gave. At I least we like know he... he's taking his time with the characters. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah a course. part of it, he said, was because there aren't... It's like not just uh, Jake and Natiri, the two leads, but it's also their kids now who are also going to be main characters. So it's like they're introducing two new main characters while catching you up on the two old main characters. So that's why instead of like half-assing it, he decided to spend the time to kind of flesh them out. I mean, I think that's good and bad. I think the reasoning is good, but I just, I don't know. I feel like Valid reasoning, but it's not going to make it any less boring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it depends. And, we'll see. And there's it might be engaging. more movies after this, right? That's crazy. So he's he's I, really focused on developing the world. 
I better not come out saying these characters are underdeveloped. That's all I can say. Oh yeah, for sure. If I say that, I better come out satisfied. I better come out like having a deep personal connection with every character in that movie. (laughs) Why are we all coming out right now? What? That's weird. Hey man, someone had to do it. I might as well be us. Fair. It's crazy though. No, that is. It's gonna be cool. But uh, on another note, too, did y'all know that the new Black Panther is two hours and 40 minutes? That's mm-hmm. insane, too. Jeez. I didn't I know, know it was that long. be a longer film, but that's wild. it makes sense because I got a set of, unfortunately, oh, sure. Chadwick Boseman's passing. Well, the first Black Panther is like two hours, 15 minutes, so that's wild. But yeah, but I agree. What direction are they going with again? With what? T'Challa's dead. Pa- what? He's they just dead? killed off T'Challa. Yeah, so then what are they doing, though? Like, what? Well, I don't know. I haven't really looked at stuff for it because I They're kind of following, want to um, I believe, Shuri, who took over as Black Panther. And uh, the new uh, Ironheart character is also apparently going to be a main character. Riri. Riri Williams. <laughs> That's it. I mean, all right. Um, what it looks like I also is they're just stuff. defending against a, uh, uh, what is it called? An invading Atlantis. So let's, let's see. Atlanteans, Namor. Anyways, I guess I'll get into my news. So um, I don't know if y'all watched the Jeffrey Dahmer series, but upon the success of Monster, a Jeffrey Dahmer series, or Monster Jeffrey Dahmer, sorry. They have renewed... Netflix has ordered two more seasons of the Monster Anthology series. What What are Which, they going to do? Back? I My guess is they're going to... Monster is the tag, and then it's whatever serial killer. It's like a want, series but. about a serial killer. Oh, okay. Killer. They meant two more... They just make more lore. <laughs> you see, I thought I thought that at first too, and I was like, literally, like, what are they gonna do? They have nothing. Be like thirteen play. reasons why. Whenever they were like, oh yeah, there's another season. And everyone was like, cool. What? Actually, there's twenty six <laughs> reasons why, and we didn't tell you the other thirteen. All right, come on, man. No, but I don't. I think it'll be. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people tune in. I just don't think it's in. It's good to promote all that. Like there's the serious documentaries about it, and they're just kind of yeah. leading on with different actors, and not even giving um any support for the victims. Like yeah, the Dahmer series pr- um, promoted the victims a lot, and like even gave them a tribute at the end. But like I heard that the victims didn't even have a give approval for that show yeah. they made. And I heard even the uh, parents wanted to like sue for some reason. They are suing. Which- yeah, which they should. Thing. So I was actually kind of shocked reading that Netflix renewed it. But, you know. And what's even worse is I've been saying, like, the whole point of the whole Netflix uh, show is, and they showed it a lot through the victims, was to, like, help promote the actual lives of the victims. Yeah, but and, then like, everybody's, everybody's, like, idolizing Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer yeah. Like, I saw people... Wearing Jeffrey Dahmer Halloween costumes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. Which I'm just like, this man's a very bad man. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Kind of thing, but He's yeah. A bad, bad man. No, he is. 
But that's all. I'll, that's all I'll say on it until we get more information. That's fair, Anthony. Now you can drop us with some good news. Uh huh. Hopefully. Well, David Zaslav, the new CEO of Warner Brothers, had lunch with Christopher Nolan and Steven Spielberg to discuss Man of Steel two. Two. Ooh. How do you know? How do you, how do you know that's what they're discussing? I hope this is you what they're discussing. Because somebody, I'm not going to say who, was paid to sit at the table next to them and eavesdrop and leak the conversation to a news outlet. Imagine that, they're not talking about any movies at all. <laughs> they're just chilling. They're just friends. <laughs> yeah, they're just friends. I wouldn't believe it. They just see them dap each other up. They're like, hey, yo. Hey, yo. I think it's crazy, though, because... That means Man of Steel 2 could be like it, – it, it has potential to be like insanely good. If Spielberg is involved in any sort of sci-fi epic, it's going to be insanely good. Yeah. And it's with Henry Cavill. Man. Christopher cool. Nolan too does so well with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I, I can totally say, see him. If, if he quit off. The Witcher for this, then you know that there is some – some shit plotting in the background that he's really hyped for that made him quit The Witcher for it. Right. That's what I'm saying. And imagine how much spectacle he can use because he's a, he's about to do Oppenheimer. He did Interstellar. He did Tenet. Like, bro, the visuals are going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be good. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Oppenheimer wasn't better than the epic rap battles of history, Oppenheimer. <laughs> I mean, the movie's not out yet, but yeah, you're right. I guess it also depends on... <laughs> Nothing will ever be close. Too, but... In the dark oh, night, pretty good. Which it's kind of funny because, like Zach, I would say Christopher Nolan's a visionary, and so is Zack Snyder. So, like, it really shows you need a visionary for something like Superman. Yeah. Which I I love I love it. It does take that though, because otherwise he's just an overpowered character that just boring. You need to know the character. You need to do him right. So that makes me really really excited. And it's funny too because I remember Christopher Nolan only wanted to do um, the Batman or the Dark Knight and the trilogy, Christian Bale trilogy, because um, because it's a grounded character. Like it's it's one of the more yeah. like realistic. Like this might be the most realistic superhero that could happen in real life. So it helps. Um, that's why a lot of directors want to do it. But so I'd be I'm kind of surprised that he would want to do a Superman movie if that's in the, in the talks. I think he might just be consulting. Which is good too, honestly. I take it. It's it's gonna be cool because I wonder they could even be talking about like asking them for like you said consulting and like saying like how do we build this world? Like how would you build mm-hmm. up this world? Which is really cool to see. Get advice from like good directors like that. But then they, they get advice and then do the complete opposite. Like, oh, like okay. All right, let's not do that. Scrap. Oh, I think. Like, oh, I think do you want me to do this? Up. I do too. For the first time, I have hope. Marvel broke DC's up. <laughs> <laughs> and like I've said a lot of times, but DC also has been building up their um, expanded like other universes, Elseworlds. Yeah. So once like that all comes together, it's going to be hype. In a crisis of infinite earths. That's what I'm saying. Oh, wait, they already did that. It would have to be Second Crisis. <laughs> did they do second that? Second Crisis. They did yeah. it on the CW. 
Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it rolls his eyes, exactly. Well, the CW already crossed over with the main Justice League universe as well, so they can't get out of it now. Yeah. They cross over, like, literally every DC property ever. So there's, like, there's no getting out of it unless they're just, like, no, CW never happened. I really don't even want there to be, like, a huge crossover event or, like, a get-together. Why not? I don't know, because there's, there's just too much going on, in my opinion. If Not even down the line? Handle it. I mean, maybe. I guess we'll see how they develop the world. But right now, I just feel like it's still so messy. Oh, definitely not right now. But Black Adam better not be in, like, five different movies, though, I swear. <laughs> Talking about building around him. Nah, man. We ain't building <laughs> around Black Adam. Dude, they're going to, I feel like. They better not. I thought. I don't know. I However, feel... Dwayne Johnson is a man of the people, I gotta say, so. He could produce stuff and help produce stuff, but I don't want Black Adam to touch everything. That's what He's I'm not saying. that type I... of character. You so, remember, remember when I was telling y'all last week when I went to Hollywood to see one of the premieres? Yeah, I saw totally. Dwayne Johnson, and I took a picture of him, too. He's really not, a, not that big. Like, him and I... Are about the same size. Like you can't tell because of the hoodie, but like if I took a, if I put on a tank top, him and I, he's a little bit taller than me, obviously. But I don't know. Honestly, I probably could have been Dwayne Johnson. I could have been Black Adam. Black Adam, except for the part where you know what? Oh, you know. Oh, you know. I could have been Adam. I could be Shazam. I would be a good villain against Dwayne Johnson, though. That's all I'm saying. But Dwayne Johnson is the villain. Or the yeah. hero. You can be you can be Adam Smasher. You know, smash some Adams. Get it? <laughs> I don't get it because like Adam is, is Adam and Adam's yeah, yeah, you know, you get it. You get it. Alright, we're going to the sponsor. Anyways. All right, welcome back. Okay, so this week we reviewed Weird, the Al Yankovic story on Roku for free if you want to watch. Directed by uh, Eric Apple, starring, or Appel, starring Daniel Radcliffe, Rain Wilson, Evan Rachel Wood, and those also quite a few cameo- cameos in this movie. All right, quick synopsis. Let's get down to business. The synopsis really lays the law on it. The unexaggerated true story about the greatest musician of our time from a con- from a conventional upbringing where playing the accordion was a sin, Weird Al Yankovic rebels and makes his dream of changing the world's to world-renowned songs come true. And in- his words to world-renowned songs, an instant success in sex symbol, Al lives an excessive lifestyle and pursues an infamous romance that nearly destroys him. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, quite literally explains the movie and it's whole vibe oh, in its entirety where do you want to start quick non-spoiler just give initial thoughts this might um, be the funniest fucking movie i've seen all year i w- okay i wouldn't go that far but it is what movie have you seen that's funnier bad trip by eric andre yes <laughs> can't bl- this year you can't blame us <laughs> but uh i don't know I'm not gonna say it's the funniest, but it was definitely pretty hilarious. The satire was literally top tier. Yeah, it was the satire. It was the funniest part was that I didn't expect the satire, 
So I came into this thinking it was a normal movie. And then it took me the first one or two times of being like, nah, this isn't right. Oh, this isn't right. Then like the third <laughs> time I was like, okay. It, it's either right or it's really bad. Yeah. It was bonkers. Uh, you could tell this was a Weird Al movie on God. You just had to hear what it was. The the best part. Notes. Sorry, go ahead. No, go bitch. I was just <laughs> just gonna say the best. <laughs> the best part is the marketing made it seem like it was gonna be real serious, but it was just like you know yeah. satire, a parody. I was surprised, or not surprised, but like he was heavily. Al was heavily involved in it, like. He wrote the whole entire screenplay, which absolutely makes really? sense. Yeah. that That's cool. I, I like that. It's just, it's a fun movie. It's a great way to tell a biopic. I think it really encapsulates, like, who he was. Right. And who he still is. <laughs> who he is, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I just, I love his sense of humor. I think. It's so funny. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was a little outrageous, but yes. Oh, zany. I would would recommend. I would as well. And it's weird recommending a Roku original, but... Right. (laughs) Out of all the places, why Roku? I feel like most people have Roku. Yeah, but like, out of all places to promote it, why Roku? That's why a lot of people haven't tuned in. Because out of all the streaming, it's on Roku. At least it's free. But that's it. If you want to watch it and don't want spoilers, leave right now. Just leave. Just get out of here. Scram. Check out our merch. (laughs) My favorite part was was when Madonna pulled up with an AK-47 and shot him on stage. You see, normally that would be an outrageous statement by me, but this time it wasn't. I I was quite literally about to say that happened. (laughs) You what? I said I actually had to think about that for a second. Like, yeah, wait, so did I. I was like, wait, hold on um, a minute. So we start right, with cons? Guys. Yeah, do you have any cons? Yes. I do. And I'm. Uh, it's hard. Okay, I know the point of the movie was to be... It, it was satire, right? It wasn't supposed to be, be very serious. But I think a con for me is I didn't know, I couldn't tell which parts were true and which parts were supposed to be serious. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I could have known a little bit more, like what parts of the story were actually maybe not even true, but based on something true. You know what I mean? But like some of the stuff I couldn't even tell, like I looked up um, the thing with Madonna and he never had anything with Madonna. So that means that entire well, obviously. Story, I mean, well, yeah. But that means that entire storyline was like... It's like, what about it? It's a, not a biography. <laughs> oh, but it, but it's it's very loose, though. Like, like, no, you're right. There's stuff that you can tell is, like, really parody. Like, it's super over-exaggerated. Uh-huh. You can just mm-hmm. totally tell. But, like, stuff like the salesman giving him the accordion that was real like that happened like he got an accordion from a salesman but my problem is how do i know that how do i know which ones are true the movie's not supposed to tell you what's true or not though it's just a fucking satire movie 90 percent of the movie was based on a lie so like what the fuck did you expect that but that's 
that's what I'm trying to explain. I know the point that he was making, but for me personally, the con was I couldn't tell what was based on something true. If anything, I think that just makes it a it like gives ten times more props to the writing that they were able to hide such good satire that you couldn't well, tell it was real or not. I disagree because going into like after this movie, not knowing if any if what was real, I could have like you could think this entire movie is a hundred percent fake, not a single thing happened, nothing was based off of anything true. Like I could just think this was just like purely fictional. You don't learn. You don't learn a lot about him. You don't fictional. learn a lot about him from it. I know that, that y'all are backing up exactly what I'm saying. That's my con. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Is, I, I never said I was against con. you. Uh, I'm with you. I agree but, with what you're saying, but I just don't see it as a con. I just see it as like, okay, that's just not what the movie was about. So why are you going to knock it for what it's not about? I just what is, is, that's literally what like, it's about, though. It's an autobiography. But it's clearly not an autobiography. Plus, it's, it's Weird Al. Did you really expect anything more or less? I just would have appreciated more guidance. And you know what I mean? Anthony I wanted a didn't actually happen above all the fake scenes. Dude, no, it, could have been it. Like, it could have been subtle. You know what I mean? I just like. I, it, think it was a... I think that would have taken away from the story. I think the movie itself set out what it or did what it was wanted to do and was make a satirical autobiography about his life. But how I do agree, you know it's an autobiography? The, that's what, yeah, that's the best point. Part, that's what I'm saying. The best part about satire is when you can't tell if it's like you can tell it's a joke, but you can't tell how much of it is a joke. That's how you know it's good satire. Yes, he's saying it's good yeah. satire, but he's saying how is it an autobiography if you can't tell what's real or not? Like if you if you can't a, it's a, differentiate what Weird Al's life actually was like, because like I'm sure some people are going into the movie saying, "Oh, I want to learn more about Weird Al," like and he has an autobiography right. that's cool. But when you go in and see the exaggerated shit that he does, you're just like leaving Which, basically saying like, "Okay, I know that wasn't real. I know that wasn't real. Was this real? Was that real?" More subtle things. Okay, but let me. I know Noah's completely right. I will say I know we're only doing cons right now, but. Just to clear it up, one of my pros is the satire and the way that they did it. You know, it's just yeah, like I, I thought it was original. I appreciated it. I just also would have appreciated more direction as well. Well, the combination. I but. think it's a pro that you were able to tell the difference. <laughs> I don't think it's a con. I think it agreed makes this. Okay, we'll agree to this. <laughs> it's 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 agreed to a certain extent. Right. But I also said, um, I guess my other con was, I just don't think all the jokes hit. It's really zany. And after a while, I mean, obviously, like every now and then the jokes will hit. But after a while, I just kind of was like, yeah. uh." I think the part that didn't hit as hard was the part with Pablo Escobar at the very end. That whole shit, I was like, all right. I was like, all right, this is funny, but this is way too much, bro. Yeah. Literally came out of nowhere. I was I was telling Edward earlier that do you think it's parody and Daniel Rad- Radcliffe is a really good actor okay I'm not taking anything away from him I'm sure he was picked because you know he's a good actor and he's got um he's also good he's a pretty good comedy actor um I was saying do you think Weird Al picked him also as a joke because he's so short and Weird Al so tall It's possible <laughs> It's probably not true, but I think that'd be funny. That would be funny, yeah. 
He's my height. That's what I'm saying. I think that'd be funny, but you know, I, I kind of want to assume everything in this in the thing was parody. But that's uh, that's all I got for cons. If any of y'all have anything else, I have one more con, and it was okay. just the whole Pablo Escobar thing. Again, yeah. it was funny, <laughs> and I enjoyed watching it. It was like, haha. But I think it would have been better if he didn't exaggerate that much. Like he could have stayed on his like somewhat life path. You know what I mean? I feel like that was a little bit too out there. What happens it's, when he actually met Pablo Escobar in real life, and no one he just never said anything about it? It's true. <laughs> but if that was oh. the only true part about the movie. <laughs> He met him and and his what he showed in the movie is what he wanted to do to him after he found out who he was. <laughs> Pablo, yeah. what are you doing here? Also, what the fuck is up with movies and making Pablo Escobar this fucking person who just loves comedians? That's what I'm That's saying. True. Maybe he does. Yeah, maybe he does. Government's not fact. telling us something that they're telling filmmakers. The more you know. Anyways. Yeah. All right, That's guys, mostly... you want to dive into pros? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, Edward, you go first because you didn't really have any cons. Bitch. I did have what? a con. Anthony just reset my con. Just being real. <laughs> Onward and upward. All right. I got to say, unlike movies like these, I always think it's super impressive how well the actors are able to to lip sync to the original songs and stuff that they're putting on here. Yeah. Like 90% of that was Daniel Radcliffe lip syncing and he did a really, really good job at it. And I like, it's not something a lot of people talk about, but it's one of those things where it's really fucking hard to do. Like really, really hard, especially when it's like not your own music. Yeah. That's a it, good point. And yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That, that's a really good pro. Cause you, you can never tell, you couldn't tell. Like it seemed like he was actually singing. I'm sure. I'm sure there was at least one or two where he was actually singing, but other than that, he was lip syncing, right? Which pretty solid. Not gonna lie. I I think um, I I really liked how they transitioned to the songs he wrote. My my favorite one, <laughs> my favorite one, was whenever he went to make an original song. And they're oh, like, yeah. oh, Michael Jackson just stole <laughs> your Jackson song from you. The whole thing was funny. I love that. That's He's awesome. like, no, this is absolutely original. Who and the then, fuck is he to do that? What kind of like, sick fuck does that? <laughs> and then they, they acted like, like Michael Jackson was nothing. They, they, they were like, they're like oh, come on, put your jacket on, bro. He's like, no, I don't want to wear that shit. It's a Michael Jackson jacket now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Dude, that was the funniest fucking shit. <laughs> Stuff like that. And they that they hit pretty much they they hit almost every one of his parody songs like the most popular ones yeah. in, in a unique way the way he transitioned to it like even even like um Amish Paradise was top tier that was my favorite one dude i didn't yeah. realize that the animated captain underpants movie the theme song was written by weird al well, uh, that makes a lot of sense that's crazy i'm kind of not surprised and okay, even though this was all satire, uh, they I like that they actually paid homage to him in the credits. Yeah. Oh yeah, 
No school. I think seeing like the actual his actual like child photos on there made that child actor that they got like the perfect fit for it. Oh yeah, I agree. I also appreciate that uh, he was the one to introduce the movie. He was like, "I'm weird oh, yeah. to like y'all enjoy this movie." It really shows that he like disapproves of it and was like a part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I also think this movie was really. Like this remove this movie. If I had to put like a comparison, I don't know if y'all have seen Pop Star Never Stopping. That that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, I like Pop Star a lot. I thought the movie was so funny, and and it just feels real innovative to the movie industry. We're like, especially because he's he's making fun of autobiographies too. Like he literally yeah. has so many tropes about it. Like, um, one of the ones that was funny was they're talking about an accordion, and then the parents are like, "No, that thing is the devil. Like, don't do that stuff." Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, I think the thing. That immediately I was like, "Oh, this isn't a fucking serious movie." It was whenever his parents were like, "You're, um, I know what you're going uh, to stop being yourself. Don't do the things you love." Yes. That was. The I was moment. like, "Bro, what the fuck?" Okay. I was like, "Okay." I heard that I, and I was like, "No, wait a minute." And then like, right after that, when his dad started beating the fuck out of the accordion salesman, I was like, "All right, no, this ain't fucking for real." He's like, or stop like when doing it- anything that makes you unique. He's like, "You can't okay. do that in life." You got to work at the factory. What do we even make at the factory? Yeah. Your dad always said you were funny. I never learned. I like the part when um in high school when he goes to that party and it's a it's a poker party poke and he's like, party. "Guys, guys, I shouldn't be here. Guys, my parents would kill me." <laughs> like, "Come on, Al, you're fine." And then, and then the cops bring him home and and they were like, "We found your son at a polka party." Just dead serious, playing like, the accordion, dude. Oh yeah, no, no one wants to talk about how the mom also pointed at him and was like, "There's no way you have him. He's in his room." Yeah, oh, hey yeah. boy, really? <laughs> <laughs> or um, the whole trope about how these kind of movies will like show like their breakout song or something and then they'll get famous overnight and then he's like you can't just get famous oh, yeah. overnight like, not even overnight like within minutes <laughs> and he's like oh, oh. Yeah, oh i just received this uh song a couple minutes ago and it's already the number one requested song on the radio <laughs> it's like it's the number one most requested song in the past week weird hell yeah. think of it it's like what the fuck bro yeah there's definitely some funny parts this isn't like a trope, but I thought the part was funny whenever they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to sign you into like a 14 album record deal right now. And he's like, oh, for real? He's like, fuck, no. <laughs> you ain't shit. You ain't ever going to be shit. Get the fuck out of here for wasting my time. Then he's like, oh, but I know this guy. Oh, shoot, that changes everything, dog. Get me up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And I then think, the... Uh, go ahead, go sorry. Ahead. You go ahead. I was just going to say, I just enjoy how unique the movie is. It's so different from just like an auto pick. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just so different and unique and I love it. It makes me, makes you want, makes you want him to do more movies that aren't like about him. Like, honestly, I'd watch him. Too bad he passed away. We're hiring him to write our. <laughs> oh, it's I, at the end credit scene. It was like 
Oh, sadly, Weird Al was assassinated in 1998 or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, you know, I'm Madonna's like, Madonna's still at large. <laughs> I feel like that that threw me off a little bit because I was just like, I don't know. What I think it's like? funny that he killed himself off in his own fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Um, not gonna say names. Poor person, but somebody had posted. Like at the end of the movie, they were like, "I forgot he died, bro. That's so sad, Rip." Dude, that's what I'm saying. I feel like that was a little too far too, because like people will believe <laughs> that. Like it was like half the credit. You know what I mean? Okay, but how are you gonna believe that when he introduced the movie? I was, I was about to oh, say, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But still, I don't know. I was, no, dude, it takes a special type of person to actually believe that shit. I don't know. I, I feel for him, though. I feel for him. I feel like I would have believed it if I role. didn't already know he was alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah that's also fair. <laughs> was he cool on Hot Ones? I believe that I cut my left foot off yesterday. He was, I loved him on Hot Ones. Goated. It's cool. Goated that's with all I the got, That's all I got. It was a satisfying, well. surprising movie. Me too. Oh, it was one that really came out of left field. That's what I'm saying. Good choice, Anthony. Right. We had three choices to pick from. Anthony picked this one. Oh, yeah. Solid choice. All right. Ratings. Where do we stand? Well, y'all think I have to get my stuff out. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I was thinking. Oh, you say it. You say it. No. Me? Like my rating? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. See, I was coming in, I was like, yeah, I'm 9. I think I would give it a 9 if it wasn't for my two main, like, cons. <laughs> the main point of, like, I agree, the whole Anthony. Pablo thing, I think that threw me off too much. But I'm going to give it an 8. I also don't think I'd watch this again unless it's with friends. Yeah. I can't judge movies like that because I hate rewatching movies. It doesn't matter what movie it is. I hate rewatching them. I think once I know what happens all the way through, it just ruins the fun for me. Yeah. Depends on the movie. I, I love rewatching movies if it's a real good movie. The only movie I've rewatched is The Bench Warmers and The Sandlot. And those are hilarious. Okay, but see, The Sandlot's a classic, though. Like, you have to rewatch that. Yeah. Exactly. You just have to. I, uh,. I'm bumping. I was also thinking about seven point five Noah, but I'm bumping it up only because of like the creativity. Oh, for sure, for sure. But love the ratings, love them. Going to be a little, little bit divisive this this week, but I'm sure people will see it and be like, "What's weird, Al Yankovic or the Yankovic story? What is that?" I hope more people watch it though. I really do. It's something special. Yeah. And uh, speaking of something special, uh, before you guys sign out, check out our merch store, merch.streamelements.com slash the hooligan hangout. Shop yourself a nice little hat like I got. Cop yourself, well, that hoodie doesn't exist anymore, but uh, get yourself stuff before it doesn't exist anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to check all those juicy links down below. Check out our YouTube channel where you'll be able to see a little bit more of us. And uh, as always, say hi to your mom's friends. Thank <laughs> you.